Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome. Three hours of great sports talk. To the Petros and Money Show. On air at AM570 LA Sports. With the ability to really go anywhere and do anything. Streaming everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Hosted by Mad Money Smith. Check out my fit. And Petros Papadakis. That's what we like to hear. Here they are on your home of the LA Dodgers. In sync and down the drain. Petros and Money. Petros and Money. Petros and Money. Petros and Money. Each person feels pain in his own way. Each has his own scars. Going it out, Vic. Petros and Money, AM570 LA Sports. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. James Worthy will join us in the very next segment. Talk some basketball. The Lakers taking on Houston. The Clippers playing the Nets in Brooklyn tonight, which is why we'll be off at 3.30 for pregame. Tip-off at 4.30, so uh, nearly a super flex, but we started at 1, so an hour is already in the books. Anything you might have missed, including Vic fighting his way off hold, as you like to put it, P, in the first segment, is now available. You can always stream the show live on the iHeartRadio app as well, which is why we like to promote that as the place to get our podcast, because if by chance you're able to listen live when we're moved all over the place, and it's going to happen a lot during the basketball season, uh, we would uh, appreciate it if you listen in the moment. That way you can interact via the secret text also line and the uh, the red button that Tim Cates uh, regularly checks. We have to not sure used the that. red button in so long. It's, it's only been a, like a year. It's really, it's an amazing, uh, I would say, lack of attention that of a resource. You know who does use it, though, is our imaging director, Bob Schmidt. He likes to pull great clips from people just leaving messages, whether it's during Dan Patrick, Colin Cowherd, Rogan and Rodney, during Ben Maller, PMS, during a game. People leave messages and comments all the time, okay. so he uses well, it during go. promos. Uh, how about this news, Matt? And maybe Pete Nice is our guy, uh, because this says, love the late 80s and early 90s hip-hop talk. Pete Nice is now a baseball historian. Of all things. Is that right? Well, hell, that should be easy then, Kate. Dig into that. What, what, I, I guess my question is what kind of job can you have as a baseball historian? 
I don't know know what that job entails. Like I'm in, are you writing books? Do you pen long form articles for? He he might also be involved with memorabilia. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, there you go. That makes sense. So yeah, you You collect memorabilia. And and that would make Pete nice available to us almost immediately being that we're a sports talk radio show and he probably wants to scam people on the cards like Blake Martinez. Yeah, Blake, maybe that's Blake what he is. Martinez. That's, Blake that's, Martinez. Yeah, that's where his legal problems back in 2010, 2011 stem from. Oh, is that right? Memorable scammer on the cards? Oh, I, I don't know how. I'm just if you Google the New York Daily News is a story about New Jersey judge rules against memorabilia figure Pete Nash. I Pete never Nash? thought that we would. That's probably his real last name. Real name, yeah. Who is this Pete Nash? Foster. <laughs> Who is this fool? Yes, Pete that is Nash? his real name. <laughs> Freaking Pete Who Nash. the hell is Pete Nash? I don't know that guy. Pete uh, Nice. So look, I mean, I hate to brainstorm, but I also love to use Rogan and Rodney's time slot to do so. I think it saves us time as a show. But I, I would like to redouble now that the baseball season's over, Matt. And we're deep into the football season, and none of us really know uh, what's going to happen. And we always have to plan ahead. We got a lot of stuff going on. Holiday parties are being planned and all kinds of stuff. Boy, are they. I think we need to redouble our efforts for Al Stewart, Jensen Button, and now Pete Nice and or MC Search. We stay focused. And we can't tell one the other one was on because they hate each other, allegedly, according to the text doso. Or whichever one comes on first, we ask. Would you prefer we get the other one on? Yeah. And tell them what you said so you can stick that knife in a little, little, little deeper, huh? Okay. This is great. This is great. Great sports talk. We're going to make WorldWideHipHop.com. Oh, yeah, we are. World, hip, world Star. World Star, exactly yeah, right. Yeah, that's the one. That's the ticket, Boomer. <laughs> hey, we're going to Torrance, to the mall, where all the Boomers hang out. Delamo, join us, Matt and I, at the BJ's Restaurant and Brew House in beautiful Torrance, California, located in the Delamo Fashion Center. We'll be there from 2 to 5 amongst our friends. Right before Monday Night Football, there's a Levi's store right there, Matt. We can all go get denim. So look like the 50s gang we want to be. Those 501s? No, they're 505s, you loser. Dumbass. My bad. Boot. These have the boot cut. Dumbass. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing about Covino and Rich. What's that? Like, I've never, like, maybe, like, you know, have I put on a suit and, like, put on, like, some boots or something, like, docks or, I don't know, maybe five years ago. But these, they were, like, guys that still wear boots. Like, it's the 90s with their jeans, you know? Chuckas? No, like fashionable, some kind. No, somewhere between the two. Okay, fashionable boots like John Fluvog. Gotcha. Not cool. And one of them, I don't. Which one was it? Cavino or Rich Cates had the stylishly slashed jeans, like he was in the band. Oh, like the Rat, Kevin for Rat. All Mankind jeans. Well, like he, I was like slashed dazzled like, pockets. Like he was in L.A. Guns. What happened to Jane? I don't know which one that was. I don't know either. Nice guys, though. Very nice. Very cool. We're going to be at the Delamo Never Fashion Center. Weren't. No, no one said that, Kate. 
We'll be there from 2 to 5. You don't have to qualify, Tim. By the way, I've, I- I've, uh, I've found this guy Pete Nice on Twitter. Oh, nice. yeah? Yeah. He's got a... Uh, How many base- followers? Well, he's got a, a Twitter handle that's called Halls of Shame. Investigative reporting on the baseball artifact and autograph trade. Owner of a baseball museum and bar. One-third of third base and hip-hop historian. He's got 3,000 followers. Oh, he's a hip-hop historian. No, baseball, too. Baseball artifact and autograph That's all trade. Pete Nice has is 3,000 followers? Mm-hmm. Ronnie's got more followers than Pete Nice. That's awesome. Third base... Oh, this is sad. Third base, the band have official Twitter at third base official. Right. Eight hundred and ninety-five followers. For shame. What, ha- what happened to the game? I love. They also haven't tweeted in almost a year and a half. Yeah, I would guess it's probably not an official. It you says know, third base right official. Away. So. Yeah, dumbass. Just because it says third base official, doesn't mean it is. Look at this. He's got a little thing going on uh, September 17th. So he's active, Kate. At yeah, Halls he, of Shame. He was on A&E TV doing something. Oh, let's go. And we're active. We'll be at the Torrance BJ's on Monday, 2 o'clock. Be there. We got tickets to give away. It's time for the number of the day. Here's my number. Number of the day. Well, we got more New York for our number of the day. One, as in one star. This is from The Atlantic. Credit to them for the story. Dragon Lee, Chinese food in New York. Instead of doing the please the customer at every stop, decided it wasn't worth it when it came to one-star reviews on Google and decided to go on the offensive. In business for 30 years, the neighborhood rallied during COVID to keep them open. Uh, Their overall rating is 4.3, so clearly they got a lot of people out there that like their food. But here are some of their responses to the one-star reviews that people would leave. First one came from lunch just this afternoon. The reviewer gave them one star and no review. All right, the avatar of the person that gave them one star is a lady in a bikini with a blue sky in the background. Their response. Here we go, troll number one. You don't even live in the area, and there's no way you've ever been here before. Your profile pick is a three out of ten. <laughs> Here's another review with one star. Like, dude, what else? Didn't some other company go rogue like this on the internet and just start attacking people? I, this one, you're supposed to open at noon. My wife's been there on two different days at 12:30, and you weren't open. They live across the street, and they stand there and they watch, and they don't even care. All right, Here comes the response. Well, Stephen. Yeah, we are supposed to open at noon, except on Mondays and Tuesdays. If your wife actually looked at the three-foot-wide sign on the door, how'd she miss it twice? I don't know how clear we need to be. Maybe I'll make a five-foot sign that spans both doors. Maybe that'll do it. Jeez. Uh, Let's see. Their menu quoted one price, and then they charged me another. They overcharged me by $2 for a single meal. One star. Response? Really? Interesting. Our menu hasn't quoted anyone before. It just shows what we have and its prices. And our menu prices haven't changed since December of 2022. If you're looking at a menu online, it's probably outdated because anybody can upload it. All you got to do is look at the date it was posted. Unless you live under a rock. Everything's more expensive. Most people understand this. You want to go complain and leave... 
That sounds like Kate's when he's uh, when he's responding to people asking about where the podcast is. I like these people. You're thinking, oh, I won't order from you anymore and tell others how bad we are. We don't care. It's just one last dunce we don't have to deal with. P.S. Go to McDonald's and ask why their combo meals are 11 bucks now and not 5 to 7 like they were a couple years ago, jerk. Whoa! Yeah! Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee in New York. It's on Mott Street? Where is that? <laughs> All right. James Worthy will join us next. Talking oh, yeah. to basketball. Got Lakers and Clippers in action tonight. It'll be our weekly conversation with Big Game James. Next. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Remember, this Monday, we'll be at the BJ's Restaurant and Brewhouse in Torrance. That's at the Delamo Fashion Center. We've been asking for a Torrance appearance for at least a half decade, if Forever. not a decade. We're finally there. 2 to 5 p.m., Monday Night Football, Bills versus Broncos. We're going to give away Charger tickets, Clipper tickets, King tickets, UCLA basketball tickets, and $50 BJ's gift cards. Come on out. Enjoy that world-famous Pazuki, over 100 menu items, the handcrafted beers, and the great brew house happy hour specials. We'll be there 2 to 5 p.m. Monday. BJ's in Torrance at the Delamo Fashion Center. P, we're off early tonight for Clippers basketball. They'll tip it off against the Nets at 4.30. The Lakers are in Houston, and now we have our conversation with James Worthy, driven by the Ford F-Series trucks, America's best-selling trucks for 46 years and counting. Head to your Southern California Ford dealers for great offers on a Ford F-Series truck. Unidos, we are stronger. This man is the strongest. The one and only James Worthy, ladies and gentlemen. We love him. A big part of our show, especially during the basketball season, which strides its legs across the new year, deep into the summer. We appreciate the great James Worthy. Hall of Famer, Jersey Hangs at Crypto and beyond and he's joining us to discuss the lakers long road trip you can see him on spectrum sportsnet la where he recently won an emmy it is the great james worthy on the petrus and money show what's cracking james how are you hey 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 on the way to work uh, five o'clock game yep it, there we go do you like these early games is their traffic uh, not as bad or does it make you uh, super angry no matter what time uh, I kind of like the early games because you get home a little earlier, you know what I'm saying? Those 7.30 games, man, you're down there stuck with Geeter till like, midnight. It gets oh, crazy. Yeah, I can't have that. Yeah, you don't want to strive. Talk about striding the new year. You don't want to stride a new day staring at Geeter's face. <laughs> uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about it. Uh, the Lakers under 500 right now, very early, but uh, the team you saw – uh, early in the season, I guess we thought was going to have a little bit more juice than the one we're looking at right now. What do you What do you think they're dealing with, or is these, this just the uh, the world of basketball and the lumps of an early part of a season? No, I, I think you're right. I, I think the prediction, especially after you know the second half of last season, after after they made the trades and then they were able to uh, you know uh, get a big boost and get into the playoffs and 
beat a couple of good teams, I think the anticipation would be that, hey, man, they're, they're on to something and they will pick up where they left, where, where they left off. Uh, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, they did play well. Uh, those guys that came in, D'Angelo, Vanderbilt, all those guys that came in after the trade, they had half a season to get it together. And I got it, it was remarkable what they were able to do. But still, uh, they haven't had a full season together. They're still uh, working out some kinks. They got a few new players that are not playing. You know, Rui's not playing. Gabe's not playing. Vanderbilt's out. No excuses. But, you know, they need to have everybody together, you know, to play together. And I, I think Orlando just a damn good team. I, I think last year, they know they weren't going to make the playoffs or anything, but they were wreaking havoc because they were on to something. So, yeah, I mean, I, I hope it's a, a small example, a small sample, and that they can, you know, turn around and not start like they did last year. James? James would love to know, because you played in a different era where physicality was at a considerably higher level. Uh, there were fewer fouls called. You really had to get the crap kicked out of you in order to make your way to the foul line. Just kind of where you you come out on the LeBron's not getting enough calls. I, I'd agree if you're attacking the rim and you're only going to the, the line a few times a game, maybe he isn't getting enough. But we brought it up a little bit earlier and I said, I feel like he complains about every possession. And, and I think much like it happened to Tim Duncan, you know, that he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt because officials are tired of him telling him that they keep missing calls every single time he goes up and down the court. Well, hey, I'm, I'm a player. Uh, if I'm getting fouled, I'm, I'm complaining every, <laughs> fucking, every, every time. But, you know, I, I think they need to be a little bit consistent. Look, look, com- complaining is you know not good. Referees don't like that. They, it's a right. it's a hard job. Okay, I wouldn't. It, it's hard. You got big guys running around and they're they're breathing and they're, they're touching one another. You know, <laughs> and <laughs> and I just think that they need to be a little bit more consistent. I see fouls that some players get that LeBron doesn't get, and I think he's six nine. He's a He's big, he's strong, and I think that has to play into what the referees see. And, yes, you you know, the more complaining you do, the more they're going to, you know, shut you down. So, yeah, I mean, I think think Darwin did a good job post-game, and I think that's how you have to handle it and hope that it gets better from there. Did Shaq kind of yeah. deal with the same thing, James? Sorry, Matt, my bad. But I remember nah. when Shaq, you know, when Shaq used oh, to, like, he was so big, and it was like he'd, he'd yeah. be there, and it was like, what are they going to do? They can't call it every time. He can't. Ne- Shaq never complained. But what right. Shaq did, he punished you. He punished you. If you if you were going to foul him, he was, he was fouling you back at the same time. Elbows, shoulders. He threw his body in there. He loved it. He loved it. So he would try to hit you in the throat and the neck. He would he would he would he would come in there, kinda of like Carl Malone. So Shaq didn't complain at all. He kinda of liked it and he because he could punish you and he'd give it back to you. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's hard to know how a referee sees, you know, uh physicality. Guys are bigger than you know, I, I grew up with that in like junior high school. I was six eight. And, you know, I was like, man, I, I got fouled there. And, you know, I'm in the eighth grade. 
So, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough, but, you know, you you don't have any control over it. I think I think maybe once, twice a game, you catch the referee in a dead ball situation two or three plays after you got fouled, and you say, hey, man, I think I'm getting hit a couple times. That's how you handle it, mm. but you can't show them up. You can't just be in their right. face and – and, uh, and 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 show him up like that. Yeah, Shaq could just take swings on you like he did with Brad Miller that one time. Um, oh, the, he's no elbow. Yeah. Oh yeah. The um, one other thing that we brought up was Adam Silver trying to figure out a way to fix the All Star game, and and one of the things we pointed out was that it like the All Star game MVP was a big deal back in your time, and even after that in the '90s, even in the early 2000s, like that was a huge part of your Hall of Fame resume. People would talk about, well, how many All-Star Game MVPs does he have? And it certainly seems like maybe the last 10 years, it feels like maybe, I don't know, seven, eight years, that it's really kind of gotten away from them. Do you think there is a fix? Is there something that that you see you could maybe suggest that would get the All-Star Game back to being you know, just a little bit more competitive, a little bit more fire, a little bit more defense, and that MVP being a big deal. I don't think it's going to happen. It's already gotten to a point where it's mostly a younger audience. Um, and, I, I, I mean, it, it would be hard to get back to that. You'd have to have a conversation with the players. And the coaches might be up to that. But it needs to be a little bit more competitive, I think. Uh, I was in Cleveland, and I saw Bill Russell, I think, was still with us. Um, uh, Oscar Robinson, they were watching the All-Star game, and they were just shaking their head, like, what's going on here? So, yeah, I think they need to get it back to being a little bit more competitive. It's, it's very entertaining. I mean, if you like doing, uh, seeing, you know, 60-foot three-pointers and, you know, no defense. I think it's it's gotten a little bit uh, unwatchable. If 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 you want to, if you want me to tell the truth, it's it's, it's not watchable. The great I'd James agree. Worthy, always watchable on Spectrum Sportsnet. That's why he has an Emmy. Joining us on the Petrus and Money Show, we really appreciate it, James. Do you understand the in-season tournament? We do not understand. No. It. Oh, I don't understand no. it, and I don't really care to understand it. Uh, I'm going to, you know, I think our first game is Friday against the the Suns. I think the I think everything counts toward your record except the finals, if I'm correct. Uh, but sure. no, I don't get it. The floors are, the floors are ugly. It's different, you know. And that's that kind of that kind of goes along with what you're saying about the All Star game. It just kind of, uh, I mean, it's different. James, one thing that is different is the starting lineup for the Clippers. Uh, don't know if you had a chance to watch on Monday when James Harden was out there with Russell Westbrook and Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, along with Avica Zubats, as their starting five. And, well, it looked a bit disjointed. Uh, it looked like there needed to be another ball, maybe two more. Uh, Paul George never got into a rhythm. Kawhi took, like, two shots before the third quarter. Your thoughts and on whether or not you think that's going to work with, with four it's not just two guys. It's four guys that play their best when the ball is in their hands. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, four megastars. I mean, three is a, is a load, but four. And they all have, at some point in their career, have been, you know, 
ball dominant and scores and really uh, elitist, you know. So that mentality, it, it, like Austin Reeves can switch, you know, his mentality to do other things. And, but, but, but there, there's certain players that can do that. Michael Cooper could do it. He could play mm-hmm. defense, point guard. If you act as a score, sometimes he could. But mega stars, in the course of a game, they're going to be mega stars. And in my opinion, like one pass is not going to be made, and then you got chemistry issues. I hope that's not the case. I just think it's a load over there. I mean, I, I, it's, I know they want to win. They want to, you know, get past you know the second round and get to you know get to the finals. But I don't know, man. That's a that's a that's 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 a lot. That's a lot. And if they're and if you know, I don't know if they're going to be on the on the floor together. That's it's a lot. You never forget your superstar status. So to make sacrifices to you know downsize your game, it's it, it's you you say you can do it, but we'll see. It's a lot of toilets going to be in the new arena too. Uh, the great James Worthy, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate everything that he does for the Petros and Money Show. He's got a long night of work, but he won't have to see Geeter's face at the witching hour. Uh, we appreciate you, Big Game James, and uh, you tell Geeter we are policing his every word and move. He was not – we're not given an inch this season. <laughs> you got it, guys. Have a good one. There he goes, James Worthy, driven by the Ford F-Series trucks, America's best-selling trucks for 46 years and counting head. To your Southern California Ford dealers for great offers on a Ford F-Series truck. Unidos, we are stronger. Well, I'm glad we get to James know. to come out to Torrance. Maybe we get James to stop by. What's that Lakers schedule look like on mo- no game on Monday? So no chance. <laughs> <laughs> El Segundo is still pretty far from Torrance. Uh, but know. it is in the South Bay, you know. It is. It's a good 30 minutes down PCH and Sepulveda. Yeah. But, Not uh, ideal. No, but we would uh, we would love to see Sweet James and James Worthy. They usually come on on the same day. He's no commuting from today. Wilmington. So, you know, you're, you're, right. you're going to go by Torrance on your way into El Segundo. James Worthy, been a longtime well-known resident of Ghost <laughs> Side, the Ghost <laughs> Side of, uh, of Wilmington. Now, Matt, I'm glad to know that James Worthy is also confused by the NBA in-season tournament thing. I heard somebody talking about it the other day, and, you know, the networks have to act like it's a thing because right. they have a deal with the NBA. So they're like, I haven't heard what Barkley said about it, though. That might be funny. Oh, but, I've got to believe he's dist- – it makes no sense. They're the same regular season games, but they've been designated as in-season tournament games, and somehow – the wins in those games go toward an aggregate that will put you in the postseason, but it's the in season of the. Yeah. And I'm not and trying to like sound like I'm confused as for it the is fact confu- that's not what I'm I, doing. I really it really confused. doesn't. It's yeah, like I think they're just numbers, regular season games. There's yeah. numbers, there's letters, there's regions, and the floor looks like Flash Gordon. Yeah, it's, it's a wacky floor. It's, it looks like a competitive league was just launched to try to take on the NBA, and we're going to be super aggro with our color schemes. I heard somebody on ESPN, you know, because everybody there's like, hey, Mr. Coward. And uh, somebody, like, got a little outside the lines and was like, hey, I don't like these new floors. I mean, look at these. And the guy's like, I like them. 
I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Didn't you guys think it was going to be like a hockey tournament? Like they stop the season, everybody plays a tournament, and then we'll restart the season after that. Pretty much, right? Like yeah, the All Star, like, break, like the hockey, like hockey in the Olympics, right? Exactly. Yeah, I didn't quite know that it was just going to be regular season games that are designated in season tournament games that then lead to whether or not you have points to participate in the in season tournament or what your seating is or I don't know. I didn't it's understand. Kind of that way in Premier League soccer, where it's like, wait a minute, is this the Carling Cup? No, this is the FA Cup. Okay, well, how did they? And whatever. I, I would assume it, it will come to an end. It will be short-lived, would be my guess. We made a terrible mistake. Just like the, the gobbledygooker and New Coke. Oh, the gobbledygooker. Just terrible mistakes in history. The, <laughs> the NBA in-season tournaments going by way. That was incredible. Of the WWF's gobbledygooker. It is Thanksgiving season, so we always like to mention. Right. You're not the gobbledygooker, are you? <laughs> Yes, Mean Gene. It's the gobbledygooker. Never before has Mean Gene earned his money so strongly. No doubt. Well, we got Dead and Alive. Uh, we got a big, meaty segment after the top of the hour, and then we're going to Adam Oslin and Clippers basketball. Petros and money on a nearly super flex alert here going into Clippers Nets. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thanks for listening. The Petros and Money Show is live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Flex alert today. Make sure you hit the follow button on the app so you can get the latest notifications. Uh, We're going to move into next hour. Uh, Don't act like we didn't do two hours before this. Don't start listening at three and be like, where's the show? Only 20 minutes. Thanks for coming to work. We've been on for two and a half. So podcast the show on the iHeartRadio app. And a big thank you to the great James Worthy, uh, who we appreciate every single time. Clippers Nets coming up. Uh, tip off at 4.30. Fully functional employee Adam at 3.30. And right now it's time for the dead guy birthday of the day. Well, an annual, if I'm doing the dead guy, can't help myself. Love a good family get-together around a table to play a good board game. Always have. So... Happy would have been 187th to Milton Bradley, the man that launched the board game industry, born in Maine, working class family, moved around, raised in Lowell, Massachusetts. Oh, Jack Kerouac, let's go. Working class plays. Oh, let's go to the mill. Tough streets. Uh, Took off for Providence, though. Took classes to learn lithography after opening up the first color lithography shop in Springfield, Mass. He had a huge win. Bradley printed and sold an image of the little-known Republican presidential nominee, Abraham Lincoln. But a couple months later, customer returned and demanded he refunded his money. Why? Because he saw on a state, but he said, this ain't even the same guy. That dude has a beard. He claimed the picture was not accurate, and Bradley had to burn the remainder of his prints. They were worthless, so he needed another avenue for revenue. And in 1860, he released, quote, the checkered game of life, an instant success, First several hundred copies sold out in two days on a visit to New York. Word spread. Within one year, he sold 45,000 copies. Why? What was it about the checkered game of life? Well, up to that point, 
uh, pretty much all the games were sort of, uh, well, from the Puritan standpoint, entirely on promoting moral virtue. So what he had was a plane surface, and you would move from space to you space. You get struck it with uh, syphilis in the other games. You know, you make it, a wrong move, you get struck down with a, ge- a generic, uh, ge- uh, excuse me, venereal disease. In the game of life, oh, you could get syphilis. You could also get rich. You could bang hookers. You could leave your wife and kids in the lurch and go to Venezuela and connect with a six. Now that you couldn't do that. But what you could do was make a bunch of money. But it also showed the perils of making a bunch of money as well. Uh, maybe you landed on fat office and you had a bunch of cash, but then you went to prison because you were shady. And how's this for it was a different time. Suicide was one of the squares because you lost all your cash. I hate to see that, you know, but, the, you know, that stock market crash. Yeah, they knew. They knew what happened. First player to accum- accumulate 100 points would win the game, uh, and it complemented America's fascination with the casual relationship between character and wealth and how much more important wealth was than character. From 1860 through the 20th century, the company he founded, Milton Bradley Company, dominated the production of American games with the Game of Life, Easy Money, Candyland, Operation, and Battleship. And after making his millions, he decided he needed to give back, particularly in the world of knowledge. Uh, He was a big proponent of kindergarten and starting school a year earlier because kids were smart enough to go and get their learn on following the lead of the Europeans. Uh, And he introduced a whole bunch of educational games. Bradley's Word Builder, Bradley's Sentence Builder. He had the first standardized watercolor sets and he beat Crayola to the standard crayon package so uh happy birthday married twice two kids national inventors hall of fame happy would have been 187th to milton bradley uh not the disgraced dodger outfielder no 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 from long beach poly no uh jamaican news today matt it's jamaican news well from spanish town saint Catherine, today we celebrate crossover singer Diana King uh, grew up singing in a local hotel circuit for the band City Heat. You love to see City Heat, you know what I'm saying, Matt? Heck yeah. Stand there and, you know, hedonism too in Jamaica. That's right, man. City Heat's playing tonight for dinner. These Jamaican people dancing around don't hate me. No, not at all. Diana's uh, 53. You might recognize this song. She started doing solo reggae and dancehall songs in 91. Cover of Stir It Up was on the Cool Running soundtrack in 94. Yeah. Uh, She was on the Notorious B.I.G. album. Uh, Her big hit was 95 Shy Guy, written in 10 minutes. Can you believe that? Look at that. Was in the Billboard Hot 100, number 13. Crossover Jamaican hit, Matt. Almost bigger than Informer. Huge all over the world. And uh, how about her contribution to the When We Were Kings soundtrack, too? Way to go. She performed uh, stuff with Celine Dion, crossover people, reggae icons like Buju Bantan, German reggae sensation, gentlemen. The list goes on and on. Sly and Robbie. Now, this is the interesting twist here, Matt. Jamaica is one of the most homophobic countries in the world, uh, especially in the Western Hemisphere. And uh, she has come out as a lesbian. Uh, together with a Jamaican violinist, and uh, she's a they-them, and she got a big face tattoo. 
Did it wreck her career? Did uh, no, I don't know. Well, good. I mean, I mean uh, she was. I mean, her big hit was '95. You know. Oh, okay. It's not like they're going to be like you know, the new Diana King is out. We got to rush to the store. You know, they don't. You know. But yeah, she's a they them. I'm sure she lives in Florida now. Uh, she had a daughter when she was 16, but that daughter recently died. Ah, terrible. Yes. All right. Diana King, a Jamaican singing sensation, and who can forget the man from the game of life, all the world is a stage or a game, Milton Bradley. We'll be right back with a longer segment. Right, Matt? We got some stuff to get into, the fun fact and things of that nature. Big meaty segment before Adam Oslin comes along and does Clippers. Uh, so, yeah, got a lot of news and reaction to news and a fun fact. And I'm sure we'll come up with some other things. But, yeah, it'll be nice meaty. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.